back. And we are We back. are back. That's weird. All right. It is weird. You, you are weird. Thanks. I'm an underwater boy. You're weird, too. <laughs> Am I weird? We're all weird. Thank you. Yeah. I was waiting yeah. for that. Oh, you wanted to be called Definitely. weird. Isn't it? It's beautiful. It's beautiful to be weird. I, I, I wouldn't have it any part. other way. Yeah, yeah. Definitely damn straight. Dan's probably the weirdest. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean that in the best. 100%. I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah, I take it in the best possible weirdest way. Yeah. I had a dream last night. Uh oh. I had a dream last night that I was in the empty bottle. But it wasn't the empty bottle that we know of. It was Dreamworld empty bottle. Gotcha. So it's not actually <laughs> right. look like an empty bottle does, but no, it was like it had an octagon stage. There was a lot of windows, hmm. and it was like really warm. The light. complete opposite of what the empty bottle is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Like, was it, a, it sounds like Muse's practice space. <laughs> yeah, it was so strange. And then this old woman came in with Larry David, and she was in a wheelchair, and she just started. They were like partying hard, and she was puking out this dark green gook, just like just like <laughs> just like <laughs> spilling out of her, and it was so disgusting. And what does it what does it mean? I don't know. I got hired there. Nick Barnett was showing me how around how the job goes. Oh, so you're on the job? I was. Uh, Nick was like working there, like hmm. he's been there a while, and then. He was showing me how to do it, and we had to, like, tap kegs and stuff, and I was like, okay. And it was nighttime, and then it was daytime. It was weird. Yeah, pretty sure that means you're having uh, some mm-hmm. sexual orientation questions. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then I woke up. I woke up, and there was this girl next to me, and she was – flashing me and she's beautiful i keep having these dreams of beautiful women and then someone and someone called and they were asking if she was there i'm like yeah she's right here on the bed he's like oh and i'm like oh and i'm like were you supposed to come over too (laughs) 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 And, and then he's like oh yeah i'm like oh okay i'm so sorry you like I would have made a place for you in the bed too, you know. It was like, this, right. and it was just this weird back and forth. And he was okay. He's just like, yeah, okay, you know, that's it's all good. It's all good. And he's like, perfect. I don't want you over here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or did he? <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe he did. So strange. Do you guys have like dream world like places like? Dream World Chicago, Dream World California. It's like nothing like. Totally, but you yeah. know exactly what it is. You're there, and yeah. but it's not it, right. And people are people are people, and yeah. they're not those people physically. But you know that it's that person. Right. Yes. In in your dream, you know exactly who it is, but they don't look anything like the person in reality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So crazy. I don't remember many of my dreams, but the, I mean, I remember things like that happening. You know, like I know I'm in a place like my house or whatever but it's not doesn't actually look anything like my house yeah mm-hmm. but yet you know yeah. that's where you're at it's dream world right. house uh, i used to have that all the time and i actually really uh um uh, quite 
disappointingly, I like never ever dream anymore. It really sucks. I think it's because I sleep so poorly and I don't really ever enter like a good restful sleep. Oh boy. I think. And, uh, I mean, fuck dude. I I think honestly, I think I've had uh, shit. One dream that I can remember like in, in years of time. And it literally happened like last week. And, uh, I, it never, ever happens. And, but the good part about it was that I was like, uh, I was, I was about to, I was about to bring it home with a, a hot Asian mom and daughter team in what, my dream. What were you going to bring home? I don't understand. Well, I was going to bring home the prize. I was going to, I was going to make it happen. <laughs> you know, I was going to, I was going to hook it up. Wait, oh, this okay. is the dream. Asian, yeah. In my, it's the only part of the dream I even remember it. And of course, because, well, the, the funniest part about it is that, uh, I woke up out of this, like I vaguely remember, I know it was a hot Asian mom and daughter team and it was about to go down. That reminds me of like, what was it? Uh, uh, end of days or the sixth day, the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger is up against Satan and then Satan is with the mom and daughter. Well, I never even heard of that, but yeah. I got to watch it immediately. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> End of Days, I think it's called. End of Days. And the uh, guy from Miller's Crossing, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Which guy? The one who plays the Irish like confidant. Daniel Bur- uh, Byrne. Uh, yes. What the hell's his first name? Uh, oh, my, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I can't think of his name, though. He's also in the HBO uh, sh- show in treatment. He's a therapist. Yeah, I never saw that one. So he's he's Satan and Gabriel, Gabriel Byrne. Yes. Oh, he's brilliant. That guy is awesome. And mm-hmm. then, you know the the scene is he goes into this like nice home and he just starts making out with the wife and then the husband's like hey. And then he looks at the husband and it's like he starts growling like the like the way Rick Moranis does at Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you know, he doesn't he you don't oh, wait. <laughs> He's the wait, how does he go? No, you pay you pay fair of me or something like that. He goes, fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wait for the sign. He starts wait talking. Yeah, he starts talking to the horse. Remember the horse kind of yeah. looks away, dude. That right. was a great shot of that. Like the way he's just like feverishly talking to the fucking horse. Yeah, Moranis is a genius. Oh my god, <laughs> and it blows my mind that he would not want to have anything to do with Ghostbusters after that, but he would want to have something to do with Honey, I Shrunk, shrunk the fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, because they probably offered him thirty million. Yeah, a piece for those. he was the main main actor in that, right? Oh, yeah. that's so Ghostbusters. Dad. He was a he was a little he was a side character, but that character was brilliant. Yeah, he had to have known that man. You know. So this this week, okay, this week uh, was the psychedelic assisted therapy global su- summit, and it was uh, hosted by my former professor Fleet Mall at Naropa University, and so they had all these world renowned. Uh, psychiatrists, healers, therapists, shamans, uh, just great thinkers and psychedelic takers and 
Uh, I've been watching it all week long, like any chance I got, like a lunch break or uh, when I have to take a shit, when I'm about to pass out. <laughs> I, uh, right, when I'm anything. About, anything. If I'm going to binge watch movies, no, I'm watching this this fucking summit. Yeah. And, um, dude, it's incredible. Like a lot of the things. So the head of my department, she's uh, uh, Dine of the Dine people, the Navajo people. And so what she said is that we need we need to remember, you know, let's look beyond cultural appropriation. Let's talk about cultural appreciation. So if we're going to do this, let's appreciate the cultures that it stems from. And let's mm-hmm. res- let's respect that. And uh, with that is that we're all one. We're all related. We're all from the earth. We're all connected to the universe. It was just all these wonderful, beautiful things that were being said. And that remember that, you know, when you see when you see uh, darkness in other people, it's your own shadow that you're casting. And so there's some inner self work that you need to do. So meaning what, though? Yeah, I don't know, because some people are just fucking cunts. Yeah. Like I I, I see darkness in Alex (laughs) Jones. Does that mean there's darkness in me? Yeah. Right. But there is darkness in Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, there's absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, you got a point there. You got a point there. Mm. I got a lot of darkness in me, man. Yeah. I think everyone does. Yeah. Yeah, not me. I'm I'm pretty light inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe. I'm, I'm angry. Right. I'm angry. I'm lonely. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Tell us more, Dan. Go I, on. I want to be loved. I want to. I want. I want approval and love from those around me, as well as for myself. I think that's those are pretty universal feelings for that. most people. I would have to say so. Not weird at all. Yeah. Yeah. I get. I get angry in traffic. I get angry when people are walking too slow. Yep. I get angry when uh, lines in a store. And, or lines in a bank, but no, the lines in the bank. You know what? I was so my card information got stolen uh, this this <laughs> th- this week, and so I've been having to go to the bank to go get to go get money. What I found the pattern with going to the bank is that it's old people that go to the fucking bank. Yeah, and so every time I go, there's someone with like an oxygen tank, or there's someone that's just asking a bunch of questions, and so I'm upset that I'm waiting there. And the situation, but then I'm not upset at the person that's in front of me because I'm realizing they're from an era where they go to the fucking bank. Right, right, right. And so, like, that was one thing that happened. And I, th- I found that to be uh, enlightening for me to where I gained more patience within my yeah. inner drama. <laughs> <laughs> you better not come to visit me in Costa Rica because you go to the bank out there or do anything like where there's something standing in a queue of any kind, if especially in a bank though. And then if a, you know, if an elderly person comes in, you could be standing in line for a fucking hour and have 14 people in front of you and just wait, wait, wait two and a half hours. And then right as you get there, an old lady walks in, 
she goes right in fucking front of you. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so the banks, you have to wait two and two to two and a half hours, man. Uh, that's a bit of a stretch, but not by much. Yeah, Holy it's it's so, it's an hour. It's an hour, no matter how you slice it. Everything so, is just slow there. Nobody so, gives a fuck. So speaking of Costa Rica, there's right. this retreat out there, and I couldn't help but think of you. Mm-hmm. There's a ayahuasca retreat that I want to. I've signed up for, and I'm on a waiting list. I'm in a queue. And did you add my name to that list? Do you want to be a part of this? Absolutely. Okay. I've always Sign been interested in it. It's, We're in. And so I, I, you know, I would love to meet up with you out there. And I, you know, I don't know how this all works. Uh, the, the stay. I think there's music. There's mental health. There's shamans. There's healers. Uh, and the, the, it's it's just this whole event where you take it. And, uh, you know, that experience, I, I don't know how long it lasts, mm-hmm. but it's in Costa Rica and I'm in a waiting list. So that's fucking awesome, dude. You stay at my house, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, we're going to go with you because we've been wanting to do that for a while as well. We were going to go to Brazil or like Peru. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, 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 that's like, where you go, I hear, like for the real yeah. experience, if you can find it. Right, and, and there's a couple places you can go, but the 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 hairy part about it is finding someone who's legitimate. Right, so, so that's that's the trouble with it. So you, you have to kind of. I got Brazil is where it like where it originates. If I'm not totally mistaken, at least from what I've been told, in my, I my thought it was Peru, but I, I could be wrong as well. So my professor, it's Peru. So so my professor Fleet Mall. Uh, fled the United States uh, when Nixon got elected. That was his Trump. So he fled the United States to Peru where he studied and grew and took plant medicine with indigenous peoples. Mm-hmm. And he stayed there for years and years and years. Uh, and I think all I have to do is reach out to my... <laughs> Former professor, yeah, Europa. dude. And if you could, please, got a, please do. Got a hookup, like, right, dude? He, yeah, man. He, whether we're all together on this and go, even if you just go by yourself for whatever reason, you definitely need to call that guy and you know, for your own selfie, just make sure you're going to a safe place. So he guided me through a meditation today for about 20, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and he said that I was in the right place, and that to just visualize your bones, your muscles, your joints, your organs, your mind, your body. And this is all this is all a part of the cosmos. This is all a part of the earth. And that you are exactly where you need to be right now. Everything about you. And just find the harmony of that moment. And I was like, "Oh my god." And the way he was talking, I was like in a trance. <laughs> right? Cuz he's been it's like he went to prison for 14 years for uh, drug smuggling from South mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he he uh, created a book called Prison Dharma Network. And so like wow. uh, where he taught a bunch of prisoners how to meditate in prison and uh, just transcend, transcend yourself. Right. And 
Dude, he's he's just an amazing human being, and uh, he was the first person in uh, my education there to where I got taken to a whole other level. And he's he's an amazing professor and done amazing work, and he he hosted this psychedelic assisted therapy global summit. Dude, Deepak Chopra was in this summit, man. And, uh, I uh, grant granted. With him, I, I take things with him. It's like he's kind of like your Bugs Bunny of it. Like he's like your your Johnson and Johnson, or you know, right. you know, right. he, you know, he's not like as much of the underground, cooler folk sure. of this. Where because let, he's let's... sold out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He's your corporate rock of psychedelic therapy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like your Blink One Eighty Two or your Q One Hundred One. But, he's a fucking Milli Vanilli. Oh, <laughs> you should have saw his photograph on this thing. He's had like this ri- red ribbon around his collar. I'm like, oh my god, right? This guy looks just. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's way too. He's he's he takes himself way too seriously. But there was some cool stuff that I was hearing. Oh, this yeah, one. Sure. The, the, I don't even know the guy. I'm just teasing. I don't. I don't want to talk shit about a man. I never even. I've never even seen, let alone met. <laughs> so um, Andrew Weil was the last person I was listening to. Mm-hmm. He uh, he wrote a book called Natural Health, Natural Medicine. He has an MD. He went to Harvard. Uh, he he studied LSD back in the early '60s, like when it was still legal. Like with, with right. the, Timothy Leary and Richard Alpert, all that. He was like of the old school as far as the psychedelics go in the Western world. And uh, what he was talking about, and it is something that I think most most of us kind of know, is like you wanna you wanna set the setting as as as, as much as you can to where positive outcome you want out of this and that you want the the people that you want to have there that you trust and have that same feeling that you want you want to get and i it was like when he was talking he was just like there's just some amazing things that happen with it he's like i you know i would even he's like he was even talking about cancer immunocompromised people how that them taking psychedelics, how your mental, how your mind, how powerful the mind can be that it could help heal the re- the rest of your body. Right. right. Like there, right. there's not backed research about it yet, but he was just talking about these things where it was just blowing my mind. And um, yeah, there was like some flex capacitor type shit, man. so this whole summit what i was gathering from it is that it's underground it's still technically illegal what what what's 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 going on and it just seemed like we're talking about it but we're not supposed to be talking about it so wink wink if you're (laughs) if you're into this just be careful because i mean it's it's getting there though like they're coming close to phase two and phase three yeah. Yeah, right. it'll be there. Yeah. It'll it'll be there before it, long. Two to four it'll, it'll get there. Two to sure. four years. So yeah. their yeah. their issues with it is like they don't want it to be as westernized. 
you know, they wanted to still have the integrity of the indigenous peoples, of the brown peoples, of of you know, of the of the matriarch instead of just the patriarch. Yeah. And do they know where they're at? <laughs> you know, we don't do that in the United right. States. <laughs> it's right. gonna, it's gonna, it, the pharmaceuticals will will scoop and it up, and, and that's then... what exactly what they were saying today. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about monetize it. Yeah. What, and how much is that going to be? Uh, what is it going to look like? Uh, how expensive it is? And and so there's like this reluctance as well with some of these speakers where they're just like, let's just keep riding this puppy these last few years, you know. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I want to ride out this. Le- I, I, if I, if I'm going to do it one more time, it's going to be happening within the next few years. Yeah. And it's going to be ayahuasca. And so they, uh, the head of my department, uh, she said, uh, one. One dose of ayahuasca is worth ten years of psychotherapy. Really? Yeah. She's she's done it before. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So you're communicating with other intelligent beings. You're in different realms. You're in different dimensions. I mean, you're you're communicating with other beings in like your mind. Well, I mean, it, this is your brain, kind of. But what is the brain, though? See, then that's that. That's what they were philosophizing. About. Right. And what is the brain? You know, what is the mind? The mind and right. the body are all one thing. Is in, with the earth and the cosmos. So it's like. I mean, I guess I guess that's where like the, the disconnect is. Like some people believe that you're actually connecting to a larger network of yes. consciousness. Yes. Whereas some people just believe it's your it's your own hallucination. Right. But right. not not Which that is, not to take away from the effectiveness of the therapy, you know what I mean? Like you can yeah. still have, you know, uh, revelations, even if you think it's just your own brain coming up with this stuff, rather yeah. than connecting to a larger, you know, being or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the side of. I'm from the school of like, no, it's you're not in another realm, but I don't claim to be right about that. And I, I would definitely be more inclined to believe that in an ayahuasca or a mushroom state over LSD, because those are natural and the, the, the acid portion of it, like I saw God ignited, you, <laughs> you trip, you trip balls on acid and <clears throat> you know, Again, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they did. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, but and but I but I I certainly feel more um, open to like the the you know on the point of the brain. Like I mean, we still essentially know fucking nothing about the human brain. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, yeah, we know exactly. like what one what using 1% of it can do or some shit like so, that. Like crazy, so, crazy, powerful, weird thing that human beings don't, I mean, we can do incredible, incredible fucking things, unimaginable things. We do not know anything about the human brain. So what they were <laughs> yeah. all, what they were also saying was the animate and the inanimate and how that even blends together where it's just all energy. It's all just this flow of the cosmos and I know when I've experienced it, just that, like where I'm feeling this other experience where it was a place where it's almost familiar. It's almost like, oh, I remember this place. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, everybody again. 
it's been a while. Right. You know? I mean, are you talking to a table at this point? Or? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, friend. Good to see you <laughs> right? again. Like uh, son of Stimpy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And I will find him. <laughs> but, but yeah, so what, what, what exactly do you mean by, you know, animate versus inanimate? Yeah, like a table. Like a table. A it, has, it has an energy. It has an, a baraka, as the Tibetans would say. Okay. It, it, there's there's flow in it all. Like we're we're not seeing this in the material world that we're experiencing right now, but in psychedelia, like we would see that, we would feel that, we were, we would experience that, which opens our minds and souls and hearts to like our own vulnerabilities a lot deeper. We could open up those things of connecting with relationships with not only ourselves but people that we do love people that were that have passed people that you know that are still here but they're in other parts of the planet or you know the country or whatever that is and just like you channel in you know and you so then what they're saying is that remember those things and let's bring it to the real material world and let's let's tap into that in senses of like what did I what did I gain from it? What was the wisdom there? What are the different practices that I can use that make me feel more fulfilled in this life, more present? It's mm-hmm. amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, dude, I love it. I'm I'm so intrigued by it and so interested in it. And uh, you know, like <clears throat> like I've said before, the microdosing just mushrooms is has been so incredibly beneficial like probably the best choice i've ever the health choice i've ever made in my life to to do that so they were talking about that today about the 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 healthy aspects and lifestyle of microdosing and i couldn't help but think of you billy where they were just talking about this this very thing the way you talk about it billy they're just like there is something there and then they were talking about the evidence like the unparalleled evidence of just how much it just crushes any other kind of medication. It just right. puts it to shame how mu- how useful it is and yeah. and how there's very little, if any, harm- harmful effects. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> as far as we know, none. Yeah. yeah. That I know of. I mean, I'm not super educated about that portion of it, but. They were I have t- never heard anything about anything. I've never heard oh, of man. one bad side effect. Nothing. I to hear Just about like weed, you know. To hear about immunocompromised people, and to hear about uh, traumatized veterans, and to hear about people that were severely abused with what they call complex uh, trauma. There's simple simple trauma versus complex trauma. So someone with simple trauma, they're able to to get over that, and it's it's. It's that kind of trauma is something that is like if that that's even more deep rooted to where you you your day to day life is more functional as opposed to uh, complex trauma. For this is from what I gathered that you're not able to function as much. There's more of a survival mode. There's more right. of, of uh, mistrust. There's more of a de- detachment or attachment disorder happening. Like. 
you're not able to have these close relationships right um to the degree that uh most people would i would say mm-hmm. but man and so then there was this one i think he was austrian or german uh psychiatrist he's people they they talk about trauma and it was in uh, this is my one this is my one uh you know uh uh, it, uh, reservation with visit is is oh keep talking about the trauma. We'll keep talking about the trauma. What I want to hear is within that trauma, who was there for you, who gave you the support, who was there to listen to you, to for you to get that open heart for. And I was like, holy shit, you know, like. Me as a therapist, it's like I'm always wanting to hear the story, like tell the story in detail. But it's like there's also this other very valuable piece. Who was yeah. there for you in these hard times? Who 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 was who was the one that was listening to you? Who was the one giving you support? Now those are important pieces to build a, a new foundation of trust. And I, I dude, it, it it shifted me when I was listening to that man. I was like, right. No shit. Now I gotta fucking look back, and I think right. you know, and and each time something happened, and it's like, oh man, yeah. So right, right. It's cool shit, man. It, it's yeah. it's 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 things that I like never really gave any real thought to ever, and then uh, <clears throat> after this past you know few years, three four years now, like. Look, I'm just looking into you know, just as I feel myself slowly unraveling. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I've discovered all these things, and now I'm I'm getting way into it. And and like you, I I just find it incredibly interesting, and 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 ho- and so hopeful, you know, like so full of hope, and like it, it, yeah, like it gives me right, relief. Right, it gives me relief to even know that finally there's something out there that's natural that works. You know, I mean, it always has been there, but it's been so demonized and brutal. Like, you know, I, I was afraid of it always coming up. They fucking, you, you know, you didn't know shit about it. Oh, Until yeah. That other people who knew and I expanded my horizons in every way and met new people and traveled around and got and, you know, had people who had experiences and started to learn like, wow, all these the same shit, you know, like all these fucking people that you thought that oh these this guy used to eat fucking shrooms and stuff oh he's they would they would dude he was vilified yes and you know the motherfucker is the only guy with any answers (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 so they were talking about that that was like the first day was was talking about all the stigmas and all the the myths and how they just were able to create this this false narrative of demonizing the whole thing and that us growing up like just it seemed like a very scary thing so you're going in without any support or you're just kind of buyer beware (laughs) and now you're hearing all these voices that have been using it since the early 60s the early 70s indigenous people that have been taking it since since you know 
their family was allowing them to take that in their spiritual practices. And uh-huh. I'm hearing this and I'm, 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 I'm seeing it and it's, they're, they're talking about, they were also talking about, you know, the freakouts that happen uh-huh. and that how that the support that they can give you even in those those times where it was just like it felt like I was being cradled I really felt like I was being cradled I right. I I felt I felt supported while I was listening to this I felt like all the fears they were talking about mortality they were talking about relationships uh, every single angle every single angle then the this one guy he was going in every direction and then he's like then one could even argue and this guy is, I, I believe he wasn't uh, religious, but he's like, one could even argue the Abrahamic scriptures, those guys were probably all on psychedelics. They were they were probably even talking to a burning fucking tree, and they were on psychedelics. Absolutely. And so that's what was happening. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's the... That's the whole thing. I think I shit. I think it was even the last time. The last time we we did a podcast, we we talked about it and that that. Oh, with the, your uh, brother. Well, yeah, and and maybe and and probably even before. I mean, I know we've talked about it a couple few times, but yeah, the uh, you know the whole the whole, it's a it's kind of a version of of the the stoned ape or the you know whatever. Like people are people back then. Nobody knew fuck all of anything, and they used for fuel, shit to cook food, to dry clothes, to do everything. So, and everybody just went and picked mushrooms and ate mushrooms. Like everybody was probably tripping balls all the time, seeing fucking burning bushes and fucking all the bullshit they tell you about (laughs) in those fucking stupid stories. And there, it's just, it's, it's renditions of people tripping, you know? And, uh, and then on the, on the other end of that, like what you, what you had mentioned, it's 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 as old as the hills as well even in the same kind of <laughs> category with like you know with weed uh, yeah. weed and and big, uh, you know now with shrooms and psychedelics against big pharma it was weed versus paper like you know what was that fucking asshole's name william randolph hearst or whatever shit who like <laughs> won, owned all the fucking paper companies and shit back in the day like yeah, that was probably the biggest empire on the planet Earth. Like everything in the world was paper. Everything was done on paper. Everything was made of wood. So if you were in the paper, you know, wood business, you were a good fucking jillionaire. And hemp, here comes hemp with, you know, like a thousand times the tensile strength of the strongest rope you can find. It grows like a weed, like we would literally never, ever run out of it. You can make clothing out of it. You can do literally almost everything in human life. Yeah. With with hemp. Yeah. And vil and and just demonized because it, it would right. have taken over. Madness. It would have fucking threw his. It would have threw him out of his fucking throne where he yeah. had all the money. Yeah. And he doesn't want to part with his fucking money and do what's right for the planet. So instead, we've all fucking suffered now for. 50 years because of that fucking piece of shit and and people like them you know <laughs> and it's yeah. the same shit now and shrooms are coming out finally you know the psychedelics are big pharma was fucking uh you know telling everybody you're 
you'll go, you know, well, this is probably, it's probably maybe possibly true with LSD, but cause it's synthetic, but you know, eight, they used to say like, Oh, if you do it eight times, you'd never come back. You can be clinically insane. You're, if you're, you've done acid like eight times in your life or something like that. And now of course they're finding out that it's the greatest medicine of ever. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. Dicks. dicks. It's all about <laughs> the money. Fucking hate them all. And I need, I, to, I need to eat more shrooms because I want to kill all of them. It's... Welcome to capitalism. <laughs> I get the same. Yeah, right. It's like the same sense of like with renewable energy versus non-renewable energy, fossil fuels. Like we've been, mm-hmm. we've been just going to gas stations and and we've been going off coal. We've been just yep. going off the grid. And yep. there's solar power, yeah. there's wind power, there's um, geothermal, there's uh, hydro, so many. So many. Mm-hmm. And they just keep holding on to this and just draining it. Now they're finding newer ways to find that coal and find yep. that fuel. Yeah. There's, yep. And, you know, we thought we hit that that peak oil where, okay, now that it's going to run out. No, they found newer ways. What was it with fracking? Fracking. fracking that, that opened up a whole, like, now it's, instead of it being in the next 20 years, who knows now? Now they could just drain that shit for another two centuries. Poison yep. all the water. Oh, the human, the human virus. Yeah. I mean, the it's... Virus. That can be said about like a lot of these businesses that became too big to where they could just buy politicians. Sugar was a huge thing for a, a while. I mean, it, right. it still is. Like the sugar companies in fucking Florida, wherever the fuck they were at. There was a whole documentary about how they would, you know, buy politicians to get fucking sugar put in everything. Yeah. Fucking cereal and yeah. shit that it shouldn't be in. Yep. Well, dude, I mean, cereal is or cereal. Sugar is just fucking legal, affordable crack. I mean, it's highly addictive. It destroys your body. It gives you diseases. It eats your brain, gives you cancer, and then kills you. Just like take your pick of any fucking horrible you know yeah. synthetic fucking drug heroin all that shit they do the literally the exit meth and all that shit rot your fucking teeth out uh gives you heart problems yeah your blood flow doesn't work and then your brain die you fucking die so you know but they can sell it you know you can get it for six dollars a pound and it's tastes good so yeah when when you can buy it you know a two liter of Pepsi for cheaper than you can buy a two liter of water. Oh, that's when you yeah. know something's fucking wrong, right? Right. Keep it, that's that's the whole thing. Keep us sick, perpetually ill, and so because there are there's no money in cures. There's only money in medication. Right. They're right. not interested in in curing anything. You cure something, they'll fucking kill you. Yeah. It's happened already. The guy cured cancer. Uh, I don't know what his first name is, but there's, you know, the Gerson therapy, it's called Dr. Gerson. He was this German guy who straight up cured cancer in like the seventies and had over a 74% uh, 
like remission rate, full on cure of cancer with patients like stage four, last ditch effort, finally open this thing. Over 74% of them not only survived, but were completely cancer free. The man announced, like starts to announce this, uh, short months later ends up dead. Yeah. What the hell is going fucking, on over there, Billy? <laughs> yeah, the boy fucking, the boy shit his pants and. He's loving it. He's loving it. He's having a good time now. He's having a good time. He wasn't quite ready to go to bed tonight. <laughs> All right. Now he took a took a nice hot dump and he's he gets his get out of jail free card <laughs> for a couple minutes. Didn't mean, didn't mean to interrupt you there. It was just a... <laughs> no. It's all right. I'm sorry that that's happening. No, you're good. <laughs> Soon it won't be. I, dude, I'm literally right now laying on the kitchen floor on what you was his old like spring mattress in his crib <laughs> because you know we're we're moving and everything's packed up so there's nothing here right it's <laughs> fucking laying between my dishwasher and the cabinets what, on the other side what are you just laying on the floor what are you going to be here in chicago uh we'll leave here we'll leave california on the 20th um and then we'll, we're there until until we leave for good after you know sometime in early January. Well, so you're gonna be in Chicago till early January? Yeah, dude, we're moving in to my parents until we go because nice. we got to get out of this apartment. Well, and uh, can you, you know, all that stuff? Can you do <laughs> the show here in the studio? In studio? In studio? <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, dude! Yes. We got to get the yeah. camera set up for that. Yeah, we can. Right? Yeah, man, I'll be there for shit, almost two months. Nice. Yeah, it'll be great. Nice to get back there, and you know, my parents like they never get to see the kid, and nice. uh, and we, you know, I miss them and all that. So it'll be nice. They're they're happy to have us for a little while, and it'll be like a perfect amount of time. You know, two months. All right, get the yeah, fuck yeah. Out of here. Thanksgiving. Everybody's the, gonna want to go. You, you'll be at the point of, of being sick of everybody. You'll be like, all right, now's the time to go. Thanksgiving right. to New Year's. You can you can get your breaks here at the the podcast studio. Yeah, you know, the pod. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the studio with a couple of uh, old bandmates, musician buddies, and do lay down a couple of songs and. Uh, um, see my friends, you know, yeah. it's going to be nice. Dude. It'll, it'll be good. You know, we're not going to be going crazy because we still are careful about yeah. COVID and shit. And, right. You know, right. We're still have to see doctors all the time for other stuff, but, uh, but you know, it'll be, it'll be nice. And then really mostly it'll, you know, just get the, my parents will have time to see the kid and we live somewhere rent free. Nice. Until we go. Nice. Yeah. He's good. Except it's going to be cold as fuck, which I'm not looking forward to at all. Don't lie. I do not want to go there in the winter. I hate it. I hate it. That's why I left. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I left. So November 20th you'll be out here? Yeah. That's when I'll leave California. So what I'm going to do is uh, <clears throat> I, I'm gonna, I take a trip out uh, first week in November with like all of our stuff i'm gonna move our stuff out there and i'll just go for like six days come back get everything finalized in this apartment and then i'm gonna drive to la play play one rock show on the 19th and then uh 
and then drive to drive to Chicago from LA. Nice. Then we'll get this puppy rolling. Yeah, baby. Thanks Thanksgiving week. And so, so so when when do Shy and the boy come out? They will be out uh, right around the same time, but they're flying. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, I I'm only uh, the only reason I'm driving is because I have all my guitar. I have all my music gear and right. shit, and I can't ship it safely or cost-effectively, so I'm going to have to just cram it all in the car and fucking drive it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, leave it at a buddy's studio and some of, some, some of it at my parents, you know, until I can get it all over to, to – until I can get it all with me. <clears throat> but that's a – that's a – that's going to take probably a couple of years. I can take one or two pieces at a time. I mean, if you need me to hold on to something, just let me know. Yeah, I'm glad glad to hold on to some guitars or. uh, (laughs) Nope, that's the boy's inheritance. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for the offer. Anytime, anytime. (laughs) All right. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah. That'll be fun. The World Cup will be happening November 20th to December 18th. What's that? That's right. The World Cup. What's the World Cup? Soccer. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> golf. Yeah, for real? You? Oh, I thought you were kidding. No, I, I am kidding, but not really oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the fanfare of that. Well, Billy and my brother, they they're uh, they were a part of uh, the state championship team. Uh, what was it, 91? Yeah. Uh, no, 90. 90. Yeah. 90 wow. state champions. I remember th- you guys were playing teams that would do, like, these flips when they would throw the ball in. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't that – was that the was that the state final right there? Or was that, like, almost there? Like No, I think that was, like, a, uh, one, one – it was one of those teams that ended up winning it, but there was, like, Coal City or Granite City or some shit like that. I don't remember. As a couple people had, a couple people we had come in. We had a guy on our team actually that would do that, but I think it was more for flash kind of. Yeah, he right. Wasn't really super great at it. It was. It was. He could fucking launch it pretty pretty good, but not like not like these dudes that were you know, like were have been doing it since they were two. So after <laughs> you know, so after you guys won state, then you guys go on to like. What what happens then? Nothing. It's, it's high school and it's just over. Oh, so they, you, you know, you're just you come in next year as number one. There's no we there's went, no we nationals. Uh, not at that not at that level, or I don't know. Maybe if there is, we I don't really know. So who was the team you had to beat in order to beat? It this? was always Granite City. Oh, so they they were always like the best, and then you guys beat them. Yeah. Oh man. They they won it like ten times. Wow. And then the next next season we came out, and we went twenty three and one. Holy! <laughs> wow. Who 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 yeah, was the one against? Destroyed everyone. Like dudes went pro and shit. Really? Uh, yeah. It was actually the final game of the season, and it was uh, the team was 
fucking team was so it? So if you would have won. Like Park Forest or some shit like that. Like it was a local school. And they beat us on a fluke. Like we lost on a fluke. It was like one stupid goal went through. We had an off game. I mean, and. Uh, so if you would have won that game, you guys would have won state again? Uh, probably because. Yeah, I would have to think. I would have to think we would have. And that and the and to find to figure out it was such a fluke. The next season, our coach set it up that that team was the first game we played, and we beat them eight to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost one to nothing, you know. Yeah. In the in the, the at the in the final game of the last season of the super sectionals or whatever the fuck it was. Who was and, the coach? Uh, his name was uh, Coach Backer. He was like a gym teacher from one of those rich South or East or one of those schools in like Park Forest over there. Was he a good coach? Uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I think so. I, I have to think he probably was, but I was always, I don't, you know, it was really hard to tell because that team that we had was, was so ridiculously stacked with <laughs> i mean literally all of like some of the greatest players like probably in the country to be quite honest with you i mean we dude we handed everyone their fucking ass <laughs> every team that entered the field got shellacked by us dude and like almost to the point where <clears throat> we would toy with them the, the guys on our team were so fucking good so i don't I've I've never been able to give a coach credit for that. Yeah. Um, because these 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 dudes were just fucking unbelievable players. I mean, you know, I mean, some of them really did. They went on to be professional soccer players and junior Olympics and you know shit like that. Like they were, it was outer worldly the skill on some of these people, and we had them all on our fucking team. <laughs> you know. Dude, people were shipping in from other schools to come and play on our team because we just fucking killed everyone. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did And did you guys have, like, strategies, <laughs> like, as far as, like, your soccer playing went? Like, Yeah, there were, like, running plays and stuff, for sure. There was, like, uh, you know, we had playbooks, and, and we would practice doing these, like, formation, you know, running drills or whatever we would call them. Wow. And run these plays that were written out like football. So when you watch when you watch soccer, Billy, like the World Cup and stuff, do you are you like, oh wow, that's kind of a play that we ran? Um, yeah, I mean, you, 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 I see some you know some similarities. I mean, that was a long time now and ago, and I don't. I don't remember like, you know, if you told me to tell you one fucking play, I couldn't <clears throat> that we used to run or whatever, but there's things I definitely see like, Oh yeah. You know, you like a, uh, a throw in or something and you'll see two guys fucking, you know, it's like backfield shit on a football yeah, field. Give and two go. Guys cross and, yeah, totally dude. Shit like that. You know? So I see it a lot and I don't know if I necessarily think like, Oh, we used to do that, but, I see it and I'm like, I get it, you know. So I'm going to cross paths here with Psychedelia and mm-hmm. Doc Ellis throwing the no hitter. 
on mm-hmm. LSD. I would wonder what would happen with soccer players taking LSD. What kind of magnificence would happen? I would, I would, I would I'd love be, to see it in almost any sport, any sport for that <laughs> right. or anything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thought. I've never, I've never thought of that. I would love to see that too. Yeah. I wonder if it would just be a fucking shit show. <laughs> just you know, two dudes just hugging and crying, and <laughs> another guy talking to a burning bush or whatever the fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> you know? One dude just rifling 38 goals into the back of the net. Another playing music on the pole of the goal, the goal pole. <laughs> right. You know. Everybody, just 10,000 people screaming, goal! <laughs> uh, what was it? It was the Netherlands. I think it was 1972. Uh, the total football where every player on the team they were alternating positions and they call it total football and so they were really? un- they were undefeated in the entire tournament up until they played West Germany mm-hmm. and so West Germany did the same exact game against them and then beat them they're like oh this is what they do so then that's what we're going to do and then they beat the Netherlands but they called wow. it they called it total football where it was like everyone was rotating positions crazy everybody on the field i was like holy shit that's a lot of running right <laughs> that's a lot of running man <laughs> yeah dude you got to be born a different way where i think pretty much with what they were saying that every player could be a striker right so that uh the other players would back up and you know play midfield or defense so mm-hmm. the whole idea was that any position could move up and be the striker right which that is a deadly game man right <clears throat> yeah you know you can't win unless you score right <laughs> right and you can't score unless you shoot right exactly is that true yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, technically, couldn't the other team accidentally score on themselves and give you the point? Own goal. Right. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, own goal. Right, exactly. So you can win without shooting. What was the guy's name? (laughs) Yeah, I guess technically you're right. Escobar on Colombia. Pablo? Oh, God, yeah. Dude killed himself then, didn't he? No, they shot him. Oh, Jesus. That's right. Cartel. That's right. Cartel shot him, and then they said, gracias por la auto goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, was he the own goal, or was he the guy that blew the fucking uh, the, uh, penalty kick? He was the own goal, and and he also blew the penalty kick. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he he did both. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking dunce. And he was like a star. He was like, yeah. and he was like total Catholic, devout Catholic, and gave to the community. And there was like a whole ESPN. Apparently, d- God doesn't want you to fucking score oh, on your own team. Oh, jeez. Right? Where's your Messiah now, Alberto? Where's your Messiah now? Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> Tis the season of the devil. 
<laughs> I'll never get tired of that. Oh jeez. <laughs> once I once I want to I want to for Halloween I want to be the devil I want to be that devil I want to be the Tim, yeah, yeah. the Tim the, the, Tim, Tim, uh, the Tim Curry, Curry legend devil. But dude, the right. makeup the the whole latex I. I you can buy silicone masks that look so fucking good. They just slip over your head. Slip over your slip body. Over your, your head. <laughs> yeah, you you could you could. I mean, they cost like six seven hundred dollars, but you can get it. <clears throat> right, and then I, you have to go to do karaoke or just be somewhere where there's a microphone for you to do that. Boy. We are brothers. <laughs> Eternal. Uh, you can't awesome. you can't kill me. Um <laughs> I wanna be have you guys seen what we do in the shadows? I have, yeah. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces. I want to be Jermaine's character, Vladislav. <laughs> oh, so from the movie then. The movie. I gotcha. So the show takes place in New York, right? Uh Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was... Wait, wait, Jeff, why do you say why do you say wh- why is it the how did you know it was a movie from him saying it does he have a different name in the movie so, than he does in the show? Uh the the actor Jermaine was uh-huh. in the movie. But don't they do cameos in the show? They they do do cameos in the show, but yeah. it was mainly from the from the movie. Yeah. And the show spawned was spawned from the movie. Yeah. Oh, I thought the show was first. No, no. The movie was first and then Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Like yeah. 20, the movie. The 20, movie was first. Twenty fifteen yeah. or something. Somewhere oh there, wow! Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. I yeah. did not know that. I and thought then the show was first. The show is. I I love it. Matt Berry is amazing. I love Matt Berry. I don't know if you know who he is. But no. Tell not me. by name. Toast of London. He's got. He's this very over the top actor. Like I probably know him to see him. Yeah, like if, if if you saw him, I guarantee you'd know him. But he's he got this great voice. He's very like over the top, theatrical actor, sounding. Yeah, but I don't know. Just check him out. Toast of London is, is a ridiculous was, show. Is it the guy who was uh, the great, the mighty Boosh, and he was on the IT crowd and shit the like that? No, no, no. Um, no, the guy with like kind of he almost has like a distorted face. You're thinking of uh, Noel Fielding, I believe. Maybe oh, I, I don't know his name. I wouldn't know it if you said his name. Does he look like Goth? Like, yes. Yeah, no, not 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 Noel Fielding. No. Okay. Matt Berry is just like this very. I don't know if you saw him. He's he, he's kind of like a, a stout, short, stout guy. Usually has a beard or a something. I don't know. Check him out. He's yeah. fucking hilarious. He's yeah. seriously. I feel. That's that. That's that. That's that. <laughs> right. That's that. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to hear the end of my? Do you guys want to hear the end of my story that that I started telling before we got into the psychedelia? You were telling portion, a story portion of the yeah, episode. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, I was telling tell a story <laughs> about my about my fucking hookup with the hot Asian mom and daughter. Oh yeah. Your, oh, that's your, right. Your dream. Shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. for interrupting that. No, it's all right. It wasn't the right time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't remember where I left. Uh, well, all right. So, uh, well, well, I'll recap quickly. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, w- I never dream. I never fucking dream anymore, which is, which is uh, sad. A travesty. And it is a travesty. I love to dream. Um, 
and I love to sleep and I never get to anymore. Quick, so, quick question, that's, Billy. That's, yeah. So do you never dream or you just never remember your dreams? Well, I don't know. Because I remember I, dreaming. Like I know I, I have dreams, but I never remember them. You know I, I mean, I feel that way like probably once every couple few years. Okay. Otherwise, nothing. Because I, I also, or I don't know if I can say because I don't know the reason either. If it's like stress or just, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I sleep very poorly, and and Shy and I both are awful sleepers. So like, we're both getting up like no joke every 10 to 15 minutes to piss or do something that's horrible throughout the night dude it's it's the worst thing ever it's it's like the most unhealthy it's terrible yeah <clears throat> and so therefore i don't think i ever reach a state of of rem sleep or not ever but it happens very very rarely and <clears throat> pleasantly it happened <laughs> I don't even know what day it was. Let's just call it, you know, I don't know, mid midweek last week. It was like a week ago where I, uh, I, I remember fuzzily, you know, getting ready to like have a sexual encounter with this hot Asian daughter, (laughs) a mom and daughter team. And all of a sudden I wake up fucking legendary Watson story. (laughs) <laughs> right. of course it's in well nothing happened all it was about to go down yeah. well, and then i woke well, i woke up when a watson says nothing happened that means there was just an <laughs> epic orgy that's nothing happened <laughs> anyways continue yeah so i i i wake up very abruptly unfortunately and <laughs> to like oh my god i almost have pissed my pants like to the point of where I jumped out of bed in the morning ran to the bathroom and and took a piss and, and I was pisses, just still half trailing on the floor as you're walking right yeah to shoot my under my own chin like what was that me myself and Irene when he goes to the bathroom <laughs> and it's exactly. just shooting up at his face and he puts the shower curtain over Right. Why am I pissing like I was having sex all night last night? <laughs> because you were. And I fucking, I get up and I run to the bathroom and I, you know, I let this piss out and I just wasn't even thinking anything about it really, but it like burned when I had to stop it, you know? And I was like, what the fuck? And the more I thought about it, like a couple of days went by and I was like, motherfucker, I I didn't wake myself up because I was going to piss. Like I almost had like a 48 year old wet dream. I think that's what happened (laughs) because you know, it was a fucking awesome dream. And I think, I think that's what it was. It was like a mixture of, you know, you have your morning like piss boner, but also I was about to fucking bust the nut in my dream. (laughs) I had to jump out of bed real quick. And my wife was fucking laughing at me and shit. You know, I'm like, oh my god, I almost just fucking pissed the bed. Holy shit! <laughs> and then later on, I was like, no, you know what? I think I almost jizzed the bed. Well, or maybe both. If I hadn't woke up, <laughs> I have another story Uh-oh. where it didn't end well. Oh no! I was dating a woman. Uh, what was it? Fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, and. You know, we had sex, you know, that night, passed out, we're naked in bed, in her bed, 
I wake up in the middle of the night. You know, you have those dreams where you go into the fucking bathroom and then you wake up and you're like, oh, I got to go to the fucking bathroom. Mm-hmm. This time, I was going to the bathroom and it was, <laughs> it was an arching uh, stream. It was an arching stream because I still had a heart on and it was streaming down her back on her buttocks. <laughs> Wait, is this in your dream no, or is this, this in real life? This is real. All right. Because I'm waking. Yeah. And you know how you you wake up and you're kind of in this slumber and you're confused and you're like, what, uh, what's going huh? on? <laughs> oh, I'm peeing in this arch. Oh. That's a beautiful arch. And it's like, you're right. And it's, it's like, it's landing on her. <clears throat> and because she's on her belly. And so it's like running down her back on her butt. I'm like, oh my God. I stopped myself. You know, I was like, <gasps> and so I stopped myself and then I feel the bed and I'm like, oh my God, this was going on. This was going on for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel the bed and I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, well, what I do is I got to wake her up and we got to get out of the bed and we got to like, change the sheets or do something you know and so i mm-hmm. i wake her up and i'm like hey i i hope you like golden showers <laughs> <laughs> you're so warm i just pissed on you in the bed <laughs> accidentally <laughs> and we, we gotta get up and change the mm-hmm. bed sheets and maybe put towels on the on the bed and then she's just doing one of those things where you know you wake up and you're you're hearing the information mm-hmm. and then it's just processing and then <laughs> i have to repeat myself so then we do what we got to do and oh. my must have been so stressed out at that see we were taking care little backstory we were taking we were working together at children's home and aid taking care of abused kids it was real stressful i was dating her i was seeing her all the time and i i had my own jealousy issues and she's pretty flirty and i'd see her flirt with other coworkers, and then kids would act up and you know they take him to the quiet room and uh, I pissed on take him to the quiet room and piss on <laughs> and piss on them. <laughs> oh, there was there was a kid that used to piss on everything. It was it was payback actually, right? Well, I've I've been the I've been the recipient of almost that exact scenario, not by a dude, but I had uh, when I when I first came back out to L.A someone came and visited me and I had uh, I had at the time a little baggie of these amazing like mushroom chocolates and... how, how many gram- <laughs> so how many grams are each of those chocolates because one time I took a chocolate heart and I felt like the universe cracked open do you know how, right do you know how many grams are in one of those? I, it's kind of just like any edible. It, they're they're all different. It's however much the person who made them puts okay. in there. Okay. Um, there's really there's no way to tell unless you know someone has measured and did it. You right. buy it somewhere and and it's marked. But outside of that, you have no way to you have no yeah. way of knowing. Right. <clears throat> this one, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 
I don't remember what he said, but he was like, I would just recommend eating a half at a time and, and just to, so you don't trip, but you just get that nice, like, you know, that warm body wash, that warm wash that you get and you just get real happy and giggly and like, you know, you just have a good time and, but you're not even barely, you don't even, you don't even really feel hardly anything except you just feel amazing and you're having so so much fun. Euphoric. very euphoric yes and and you definitely get that physical like it's like a warm wash that is if like a like a warm you know perfect body temperature ocean wave went f- from the top of your head to your to your toes in but inside your body you know it, it's amazing <laughs> and wow. uh anyway i had some of those and and she had come out to visit me <laughs> and we were like hey we're gonna i got these mushroom chocolates like you want to eat them and she surprisingly said yes because i didn't think she would and uh but she did and she's like oh yeah i love them i was like oh cool and later that night like we had gone to 107 earlier and then when we got when we got home later i don't know who knows what else we did we fucking partied balls but then when we got home and went to bed in the middle of the night, all of a sudden I feel like she was like, uh, I was rolled over and she was like, I, she was spooning me. Yeah. So like, you know, she had her, like, you were the little spoon. Uh, yeah. Right. My right. back was, to, my back was to her front and gotcha. she was, had her arm over me and her leg and all that measuring spoons. And, <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, something's warm on my back but but it's kind of cold now sort of too what is what is going on and i wake up and i'm just like oh no i put i I roll over i put my hand and i'm like ah everything's wet and i fucking (laughs) i had to wake her up and say i'm like dude you fucking pissed on me like (laughs) did you just piss on me and i think she was still she was either mortified and scared and didn't say anything and just pretended like to be super passed out and tired or maybe she was really super passed out and tired but she kind of sort of came to a little bit and uh, and yeah, she was a very timid and shy person to begin with oh, anyway shoot. so it was hard to really tell yeah and dude never again was it ever mentioned or spoke of uh, <laughs> i didn't want to like embarrass her i didn't give a shit i i, I mean i of course I, I didn't want to be pissed on in the middle of a drunken sleep but you know whatever it wasn't like a big deal, and I didn't make a big deal out of it. You want you want to be awake and and, and you know like your brother did <laughs> on his girl and <laughs> his girlfriend at the time, <laughs> and just stand up over her and just own that shit and be like, yeah! <laughs> did he tell you that story? <laughs> oh, I I know that story. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah, dude, crazy shit, crazy oh, shit, life. <laughs> oh man fucking maniacs how are we even still alive i know any I, of us i know i don't understand i know i don't understand so many years of just such a brutal abuse yeah in so many ways this, this, <laughs> you know? this, all in good all in fun all but in holy good. shit this universe <laughs> this universe crazy oh well i don't have much on uh left in the tank yeah i'm i'm, I'm good all right 
Jeff. I'm, I'm going to keep going. You guys go, and I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff, you were very quiet this yeah. episode. Yeah. I Although was, uh... when you did pipe in, you pretty much had the golden moment. Yeah. What did I fuck did I say? I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, Dan was talking about something absurd, and you're like, is that true? <laughs> and you haven't said anything for like a half an hour, and it was brilliant. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> Good one by you, dude. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, next week we'll we'll fucking pat ourselves on the back a little more. Yeah. Okay. Like a bunch of fucking assholes. And I I will welcome you patting me on the back a little more. That'd be great. Yeah. Makes me, makes me enough, feel good. Soon enough, I'll be able to do it in person. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Can't wait. I actually can't, I actually can't wait to have everyone in the same room. Oh, that'd be no, amazing. I, that is gonna be yeah, pretty dude. awesome, dude. Like yeah. we're a month away from that. Yep, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, right. What's today though? 14th. 14th, yeah. So we're almost there. Yeah, almost one month. Yeah. Yippee! Something to look forward to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's going to be great. We're yeah. going to have cameras, too. Cam- cameras and lights, and it'll all go to fucking too. shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And then we're all going to get drunk and piss on all the equipment, and it's going to oh, fucking blow wow. up. Amen. <laughs> I, have, I had a client where the cat, spilled water on his computer he immediately turned off the computer opened up the computer took out all the parts and he's an it guy put them all on a towel let them dry with a fan day later put it all back together everything worked i thought i thought that was pretty fucking amazing (laughs) dude that is that you want to hear something even more amazing so, uh, what's today? Friday, October so 14th. On, on Tuesday or Wednesday? Let's say, let's call it Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday, <clears throat> Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, I fucking, I uh, was sitting there working, and I had my computer and and uh, a cup of coffee, a big cup of fucking coffee, and. I had left it on, uh, I, I walked out of the room for a second to go like get, heat him up some food or a juice or something like that. I think we found and the I answer thought... to your sleep problems though, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Go on. Sorry. Uh, and, uh, I, as I turn the corner of the room, I hear shy just go, Oh, Phoenix. No, no. And I turn and I see him. He's got my fucking mega gigantic coffee cup, like just raised over his head and spills it all over my fucking computer laptop keyboard, dude. Coffee with, with like, you know, I don't use sugar. Whatever. It's a pointless part of the story. (laughs) You know, fucking cream and sugar and, uh, all over the fucking keyboard. And I just, my whole life flashed before my fucking eyes. And I, what I did was pick it up and finish, like she started wiping it off with a paper towel and I just turned it upside down, sent the last like thing I needed to send and then shut it off. And that's all I did with it. And then just fucking just, just hoped and hoped that my computer wasn't fucking destroyed. And two days later, I just left it off and I left it sitting upside down open on a towel and like 
none of the keys work because they were all just fucking glued from you know from <laughs> from, from the, sugar. the coffee spill yeah. and the yeah yeah but it's like erythritol so but i guess it's kind oh of, yeah. it's not very sticky you know it's like a monk fruit sweetener so it it is a sugar of sorts but it it like now <clears throat> so short story long turned on the computer back two days later it worked i went through it for about a day and like just biting my fingernails that it was just gonna crap out it works a hundred percent and none of the keys are even fucking sticking anymore. I did nothing to fix it, and it got coffee spilled on it, not even just water. Wow. <laughs> says something about a MacBook Pro. Resilient technology. Yeah. Right? Gotta love it. The adversity. Anyway, that, was a, that story wasn't worth the fucking time it took to tell, but, oh, well, it was topical. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever heard of a bag of rice? Oh, I heard that. You know, they tell you not to do that now because... Why? because the rice uh, gets in, like it leaves the powder and like fine shavings and powders in your ports and it fucks them up forever and they can never, huh. like they, it can't be fixed. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. That's that. So they say, because I did tons of, like re- immediately right after that, I was like, oh fuck, what do I do? So I Googled everything and exact, like I knew every step of what you were going to say that guy did because I read all about it, you know? After it after it happened, and I was like, I couldn't do any of those things because I don't know how to take a computer. Like, I don't even belong behind a computer. It's ridiculous that I even have one because I just don't know how to use it. Me too. But uh, it's it's awful. I really need to get better on a computer because it's fucking 2022. Yeah. But uh, you know that's the that's the world. So anyway, but uh, yeah, this fucking thing is still working like a charm, man. MacBook Pro, 20, whatever year it is, 2015 or 14 or something. It's not even very new. It's still a fucking horse. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Another great story. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's get out of here before I fucking shit the bed even more. All right. Oh, speaking of shit in the bed. No, I'm just kidding. Go oh. ahead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm about to hook up with yeah. this hot Asian yeah. dad in some pants. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Shitting the bed. Yeah. yeah. All There's right. another story we need to come back to next week. All right. Folks. Yeah, well, let's uh, right. let's revisit that story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Now it's time now to say goodbye. it's time to say goodbye. Uh, it's time to say goodbye, folks. <laughs> we just no, do that. Do so that long. as a sign-off every time. Just, yeah, well, it being goodbye, it, everyone. It's time to say goodbye. It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, we're. I think we're getting a little. We're a little loopy here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone, everyone's gone. <laughs> I'm Dan. Okay. I'm, I'm. Go ahead. I'm Dan. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Bailey. This has been Night of the Town. Yes, it has. Good night. Good night. <laughs>